Welcome everyone. I am your host, Dr. Felicia J. Lindsay, founder of AGR Book Club. Welcome to Deliciously Lit, the podcast where adventure, books, and cuisine collide. If this is your first time to our channel, or if you've been here before, say hello. I'm back. The lit. Now, pour yourself a glass of your favorite beverage, settle in, and get ready for some deliciously lit fun. And today we are here with Amy Winfield and her team. I can't wait to get into all the books that she has written throughout her career. First off, she has the, the Agent Big Butt series. Now that series right there, when I heard the name, I was like, what the Agent Big Butt series? But then she has another series, Erased. And she also has some standalone books. So now we're gonna talk to the team. We're gonna learn about everything that they put into their books and how they even got started. Amy, please introduce your team to us. Good morning, Felicia. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm Amy Winfield and with me, I have my writing and team with me. My son, this is my son, Justin. <laughs> Hello. And, Hello. and my husband, Joseph. So Hello. how you doing? How are you? Yeah. So they're my bounce off and they're, they would tell, they keep me straight on where I'm going and little twists and turns that and nuances I may not be getting. And then one of the team members who isn't here today is my daughter, Alexandria. She's been my editor and in chief and keeping me making sure those periods go where they want and the commas should be. And so we've all been, been able to contribute to this wonderful writing career that yeah. I started and everybody's joined in. Now you started writing back in 2015. Mm -hmm. What made you segue into that from your career that you had earlier? Well, I've always, I've always, okay, I'll give you just a little background because my, my, it was an interior design career. So it started off in interior design, but I ended up building a lot of commercial government, federal government office space. So I built spaces for the IRS. I built, I assisted in the building of border patrol stations. I've built office spaces here in Texas for Customs and Border Protection. And so all of that kind of led to my visionary career because I could, because I had that interior design background, writing and creating picture books came easy for me because I always could see the vision. And with my team here, they always kind of helped me stay on task if right or wrong or tweaking it. And they always had excellent ideas to kind of add to it and help me expand on on those ideas. So it was like what they say, it takes a, a team to kind of make the dream work. And so <laughs> they've been helping me doing that. Yes. Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me a little bit about your latest book. The latest book I'm working on is The Birth of Agent Big Butt. And so it's a, it's a series. I'm actually into the third book of the series. Yeah, yes, I'm the third yeah. book of the series. And how I started, I don't know, one of those days I was just kind of kind of coming up with ideas and I kept thinking about, I keep seeing this big butt baby who has all these superpowers, but the superpowers is his, is his gas. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, so, and, and so 
it was like, and I kept trying to think about it. And then I, I went to my family and I was talking about it. And they said, mom, you're not writing a book like that. And I was like, huh? I was like, yeah, but it sounded like a great idea. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I, I, I guess I've said this before. It's like, I kept thinking, I was like, you know, I'm going to start writing it. And once I write it, I'll see how they, how they go from it and, and go from there. And once I started writing it, they kind of got the gist of it. Mm-hmm. And then they just start jumping in. It was like they start <laughs> jumping in and help me start coming up with all these spark powers and all these interesting nuances about the baby. And, yeah. and so his name is Agent Big Butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we call him AB for short. <laughs> and that's what we call him in the book. But not only is the book about him being a super superhero, it's really about friendships. It's really about some of the things that children go through that we don't necessarily consider the good, the bad, the ugly, the the hard, the things that they have to go through. There are some things in in the first book that deals with a, a child bullies, being bullies, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. parents, death, changes, all those things that we all go through, but how it can be more difficult on a child. And so what I liked about the first series is because he was a baby, he had a lot of things to learn very quickly about life. But he also learned how to be kind. He learned how to protect his friends. And so he also learned how to fight an evil doctor that was trying to discover the source of his powers. Yeah, the source of his powers (laughs) and why he was fighting and all of that stuff. And so it was a lot to come through. And it was a lot of energy that was going into that book as we were were collaborating Mm -hmm. as a team. Now, how did you develop the illustrations? I love the baby and I love all the pictures. How did you do, how did you come up with that? I think my design career helped me with a lot of that because I, I always had an idea of what the character, what I wanted the character to yeah. look like. A lot of times we would be debating and they were like, well, it needs to go. And I was like, nope, this is exactly how this character needs to be drawn. What mm-hmm. far powers we would kind of because we had these fart powers, we would kind of go back and forth on what the fart powers could do and <laughs> what it would destroy and, and all of that. So I think that was the biggest thing because we wanted we wanted the per, the baby to have these powers, but we wanted to, him to also have these human characteristics of being caring for people, to yeah. think about what it is to for people to go through hard things. Cause I mean, a lot of times we as adults go through death and how that affects mm-hmm. to us through mm-hmm. us. And some of those things are in the book where it's like, you you don't think about children who have had parents that may have passed away and some of the things that they go through. And so I kind of try to address all of those human things that we all go through. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to put it to me in a book kind of helps segue and to lead into some of those things that some of our children are going through that we may not be aware of mm-hmm. and those things that they go through in school. And so that's what my whole thing was to put the human part in there, make it fun, mm-hmm. make it funny, give them a place to laugh. Mm-hmm. But those human things that sometimes are not talked about, they could be addressed in the book, not deeply in the book, but touch on those things that we all go through. And it can spark conversation between the parent and the child. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now you have four. You have four standalone books. Can you tell me about those and what you decided in that process, and what did you want the reader to get from it? 
Okay, the four standalone books, Cautious Fred. Mm-hmm. I don't. It was my first book. That was, well, that was the second, second book. Yes. Hey, babies. Oh, I keep forgetting my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, babies, babies was my first book, and that's just because we had a big family. So I was like, okay, let's talk about babies on because a lot of kids. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of kids are, you know, when you have that newborn baby, it's like, Mm -hmm. why are they crying? Why don't they? Why don't they stop crying, mama? Or even they want to pick them up and hold them and stuff like that. So that was that book. Just like, okay, let me see if I am going to enjoy this writing career. And what I got out of it, because it was like, because it was going to be a picture book, I had to look around to find out who was I, who was I going to have draw the the book. Uh-huh. And my artist was from South Africa. Yeah. What was it? Catlingo. We call her Katie. We call her Katie. Yes. <laughs> Katie. So she drew my first book, Mama, Why Do Babies Cry? And that was like, oh, I can actually do this. This is good. And I, I like representing a lot of different nationalities. And Katie also helped me do the second book, which was Cautious Fred. Yeah. Okay. And, and Cautious Fred, I started that book is because I kept thinking about what happens when kids, when children get lost in the mall. Because my daughter went at a young age. Well, anyway, yeah. yeah. At a young age, we had told her, you know, if you ever get lost in the mall, you get disconnected from us, go to the security guard, blah, blah, blah. And we'll know to come back to that station and look for you. And and it actually ended up happening. So uh, <laughs> she, got, she got she got she got away from us. I don't know how she got away from <laughs> us, but we, she got caught in in traffic. And then I was like on one side of the mall, and my husband was on the other. So when I got said, "Okay, where's Alexandria?" He was like, "I thought she was with you." And so that entered that panic. But then we realized, oh, that was a learning lesson because she went right to the guard station. She sat there and she stood there until we got back. So that that generated cautious Fred. It was like, how do you, if a kid get lost or what did they, what they do, how do you keep? Not just lost, even just, you know, the whole book was about what what kids are going to do when you're not around them. Because none of us can be around our kids 24 seven. Yeah. So teaching kids situational awareness. Yes. You're alone, you're coming off from school. What do you need to do to stay safe? And yeah. the book details all the things that could happen that the kid needs to be aware of. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that I, I liked about that book, because we, we approached it from what are all the predators of a frog? And yeah. so a lot of the characters in the book were actually natural predators to a frog, to the frog. So he knew how, based on his mother telling him to be safe, he knew what, which different predators to stay away from. Now, I love the frog, too. Did, did you ever make those, your characters, into a plushie? You know what? We, what? we try. <laughs> and the, we tried with babies. I want to say we tried because yeah. it, it came back, but the people that did it didn't, didn't, do it didn't look like they're drawing. <laughs> no. And so we, we got them sitting, I got them sitting on our couch, but they haven't gone anywhere. And then we haven't, based on all the writing we've done, we haven't pick that up again to see what we can do well, with we it. Did, we definitely want to do a plushie with AB, you know, mm-hmm. and not just a plushie, but even figurines, you know. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Yeah, so we'll see how that turns out. We got we to find the right artist for it because the ones that made the plushies, it was just yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I, I recall reading a book with a YA book, and I tried mm-hmm. to get some plushies. The plushies, you're right. They did not turn out good. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you understand. <laughs> yeah. But tell us about Not Your Cheeks. 
but not your cheese. That's right. <laughs> it's, not, it's, supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be a play on nachos. It's yeah, all, yeah. Not your cheese. So nacho cheese was a book of, what was it? Two or three? Three cheese proprietors. It was no, two. two. It was Tone two cheese. Yeah, yeah, Tone and Chatter. And so they were um, running this cheese shop that their parents had created, but they weren't very good at it. So they were having a, a hard time keeping the cheese shop going. And then they start running into natural people who wanted to take them down and yeah. and keep them from succeeding. So it was it's a lot. It's a book about perseverance mm-hmm. and and learning how to even though you have a hard time working through that. What was the thing in the book? Your hard day. What was your hard day? Maybe the hardest. What was Tom? No, that was that was, <laughs> that, that, was, that, that was not. I, I, I think one of the main okay. points about nacho cheese is the way it came to be. We were mm-hmm. in Michigan visiting family, and we went into the store named Myers. I know Myers. Yeah, Myers. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know Myers. Now you're from Michigan, Cleveland. Oh, oh okay, yeah. So, yeah. so we, we were in there, you know, getting some late night snacks, and my wife was standing by a cheese display, and I, was, I walked up to her. I'm like, "What?" She said, "I gotta tell you something." When we get back to the car. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So we get back to the car, and I said, "What? What's up?" She said. What about a story about two mice and they run a cheese shop? I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And the name of the mice are named after cheese and all the people in the town are named after cheese and every name fits the character by the taste, the texture. I said, what would you call it? She said, right now, I'm not sure, but we'll see. And then later it became Nacho Cheese and the story mm-hmm. developed. And it's just, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that is cute too. And that would be a cute plushie. Oh yeah, yeah. If we can get it. Cheese body and have the mouse face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yes. And, and I don't know if you said this, but what we like you said, the characteristics of the cheese is the characteristics of the characters, whether yeah. they're spicy or angry, or whatever. So that was that was fun. Now, what about unbearable? Oh yeah, <laughs> <sighs> unbearable. It was just one of those books where I always thought about how, you know, children, sometimes they have they have lives that are difficult. Sometimes us as parents, we, we have some things that are difficult going on in our lives that makes it difficult for our children. And so Unbearable was about a boy whose, whose parents were we're going through some things, but he fell alone, felt alone, and he ended up kind of walking through the woods and he ran into this bear. This is one of my favorite, all, all the books are my favorites, really. But Unbearable started off really from the very beginning. We were driving around, you know, in the car with a whole family with it. And my wife said, hmm. And I'm like, what? She said, I don't know why the word unbearable sticks sticking in my mind right now. I'm like, okay. She said, think about it. The word unbearable has the word bear in it. I'm like, okay. So what about a bear who leads an unbearable life? Mm. Like, okay. And we know we, we swap these stories all the time. We Everybody throwing their ideas in. And before you know it, unbearable became a family out camping. Mm-hmm. They basically abandoned this 10-year-old boy. He wakes up and they're gone. He thinks he's waking up to them arguing, but mm-hmm. he's really waking up to argument that's between a bear and his wife. Oh, the voice, he opened the door rips open of the cave and 
there's Smokey and he, you know, the whole thing, he chased him down and it's like, oh, don't eat me, please don't eat me. And then eat you. Why would I do that? And then the whole story starts. Mm -hmm. Friendship, they got really be, it, it was really under a lot of pressure because as close as they, be, they were becoming, there was something they were headed towards that was going to probably destroy them. And the thing about it, and I guess all my books is about a lesson for children to learn. And, and you know, a lot of times we as adults, we're going through things and it ends up taking our children to through some yeah. some hard and tough times. Mm -hmm. And so that was that was the whole purpose of Unbearable. How do how how do you get a, a child that may be going their parents may be going through some difficult things, but which puts them through difficult things. And how how can you help them get through that? And and this gruffy old bear, <laughs> and sometimes everybody needs a gruffy old bear in their yeah, life to kind of help them get through the good, <laughs> the bad, and sometimes the ugly. And that and that's what this book was. And it they developed a kind of an interesting friendship along the way. Uh, you know, if you don't mind speaking up, uh, unbearable. Much like I think a common theme among all our books is is a theme of friendship. Yes. You know, yeah. no matter what type of friendship, how unusual, how strained. You know, the central part of it there is uh, there is the theme of friendship, and exactly. I think especially especially uh, I think bearable especially highlights that theme amongst our books more by you know bouncing around the idea of what if a boy and a bear uh, went through uh, these. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what, what? What would that book look like? Yeah, yeah. So now, erased. Okay, you know, tell us about erased. You want to know? <laughs> <laughs> so erased. So that that was an interesting character. That it was just one day I was like, okay, what if you? Because you know, I'm always hiring illustrators to to illustrate my yeah. book, and I was like, what if you have? Cause, and I, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, I know a lot of people are drawing, they draw stuff that they're great at drawing, but they draw something that they don't like and they want to get rid of it and erase it. And I'm like, so this one, I was like, okay, what if the illustrator draws this strange character? Mm -hmm. I can't even remember all the different body parts, but it was because he, he, he wasn't like one particular animal. He had feet of something else. Yeah, the elephant ears. Yeah, elephant yeah, ears and uh, stuff like that. Oh, the feet were chicken feet or something. He had a bunny ear on one and then he had elephant, an ear. elephant ear on the other. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, what if an illustrator drew this strange character? And he was like, oh, I don't like it. I yeah. want to erase him. So that, and so then, so you have the character. It was like, I'm alive and I want to stay I wanna, alive. So, I get to this book. Yeah. so he's running through the end of the book and the illustrator is trying to erase him with the erase. Mm -hmm. And he's having, and one of the things I wanted to make it interactive. So he would, the um, character was like, you see that dirty illustrator or something like yeah. that. So then that way, oh, it's an eraser behind me. Mm -hmm. and, like run so it's like a way for the kids to interact with the character with all the yeah. different things that are happening to him and i like so, that yeah. especially now how they have everything where you can pick the ending yeah exactly yeah. some of those yeah. Books. I yeah. Like it too yeah now you have traveled to many places many places i'd love to go but okay. how did you incorporate all those travels i know they took some of some of the things that you places you went to, I know it played into your books. Yeah, did they? <laughs> they did. Europe, Africa, 
South America, Asia, Japan, it had to have some influence on you. I think the biggest influence is learning people. Yeah. If I look at that, I've always liked to travel because I always wanted to get involved in other nationalities. What do they think? How do they, yeah. how, how, are, how are their cultures? How, how does it mirror ours and how does it different, different, is it different from ours? So that, that was always the draw for me. It's like, I wanted to, I, I always like being around people. I always like going mm -hmm. through new places. And, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes I don't, give credit of how many places I've seen and been is, is yeah. just a part of my existence and, and it's been a wonderful part of it and, and being able to have us as a family do a lot of that. My, my son talks is he, he wants to move to Japan. So yeah. he, he speaks fluent Japanese. I wouldn't say fluent. Yeah. So that's what got us to Japan. My daughter speaks German and, and so they they have exposed me to the to different things and yeah. I've I've always been a traveler. As soon as my husband and I started dating, I was like, come on, we gotta That's go. Really We're getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Now, what role does each member play in the process of the book? Can I have each member expound more on what you do? Sure can. Uh, okay, let's start. So, in the, for the for the AB series, the first one, the wonder for me to add into some to the writing team. I see the whole story as a film. I literally see it from beginning to end. So every scene in the book is what I, you know, we I've seen and we go over it and I say, hey, Amy, do you want to do this? You're like, man, and then we 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 work that out. But I see it as a whole story. Mm -hmm. And then we just chop it up in scenes. Let's start off chapter one. That's the scene. And we go that through the whole book. Before you know it, it it's done. And I, I'm usually kind of like the visual person of how the character should look and yeah. looking for the elevations and making sure those things are right. I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, what was it? Cautious Fred that we were kind of, I was like, okay, the elevations have to go, the this road, and this, the, road, and the roads, elevations in the book had to go a certain way, and mm -hmm. it took me a while to get them to kind of feel what I was going through. They were like, it doesn't make sense, and I was like, nope, just listen to me. I can tell you that is right, and so once I got the illustrator to do it, and they were like, oh, now I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, because the book was, it's landscape, so, you know, we weren't thinking, me, the kids and I, we weren't thinking about, as you turn the pages, the elevation is changing. <laughs> and we were like, no, we have to keep the, the elevation in mind. So that when the customer, when the readers are turning, the pages, the, the role won't be jacket or match. So <laughs> we worked that out. And we didn't want it flat. I was like, okay, it can't be flat land. We have to look like we're, we're walking through a forest. A, a forest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, uh, I mostly take the role of the editor as a team. My, my sister, my sister is more the the, the main editor, but you know, I, I guess you can say I'm the, the, the assistant editor. You know, like I, <laughs> I, I like you know parts that she doesn't catch. You know, I try to bring up. We fight about it. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just joking, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it you know parts parts that she doesn't bring up. I try to bring up. You know, we discuss about it. You know, bring it. You know, bring attention to our to, uh, to our mother. Uh, so I say I say well, you know while she has more of the the head editor role you know I'm kind of, uh, kind of the assistant editor you know I, I try to catch what I see I try to you know 
you know, appeal to mothers. They're like, oh, you know, you could do this. They're like, yeah. ah, you know, this may work better and so on and so forth. Exactly. Yeah. I like the way he says appeal to me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sometimes I have some little stubborn ideas and it, we all do. No, I mean, yeah. just in, in, in getting, because we all want, we all have a passion for it and we all want to get mm -hmm. it right. And so it's just, they're always trying to make sure I have the, the complete picture in mind. Yeah. And so that, I think that's what it helps is being able to have that to team see whole story, to yeah. help see the whole story through. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, been our strong points in our writing. And, and to have the ability, like I said, to bounce off ideas on them and kind of how to make that, that work. So I think the biggest thing is having you guys as a family work together. That yeah. is huge. That is huge. Just so many people that can't just work together, and to have you all, all contributing, being happy in the process, and just the whole flow of being together—that's a blessing. Yeah, I think one of the things my husband did that I that has kept us on that road is he's not. It's like he's he would tell us it's not who's right, what's right. It's what's right, and yeah. it's like we can debate on about the who, the what, the yeah. why. But in the end, what is the best for where we're headed with exactly. the stories we're trying to tell? And and that helped us a lot when we would have, you know, difference of opinions and trying to get our opinions. I mean, just with any writing team, you're always trying to get your your opinions or your thoughts mm -hmm. voiced and every get everybody to understand it. So that kind of helped put a platform or uh, a good form of us okay if if we're in if we're disagreeing but what is what's right yeah, and, exactly. and the, what's the big picture and not mm -hmm. what picture that we're just seeing individually now what is on the horizon for the team what new projects or books are you thinking of you know i was gonna ask <laughs> we do we got we got we, a couple we, of picture we, books yeah we got a couple of novels yeah. going and we got a lot of picture books already done. It's just, what's next? You know, yeah, what's, what's next? What's to do next? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it with the books we have, we got a they're they're being written. Picture books are harder, just just based yeah. on the, yeah. the having to do the illustrations and stuff like that. So we we see that that takes a little bit longer, but we're trying to finish. Um, we're working on our AB series to try to yeah. finish that up. We have some of the books that you mentioned with Erase and stuff like that. We we may have some other ones coming, coming, the, coming with yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, and so we got a couple books, even though they're our first books, we probably have some other books that will be coming with those to kind of yeah. complete the series in our vision. Now, that sounds good. Now, my other thing is, now, you know, I'm from Texas and you said you're from Texas. Mm -hmm. Got to tell everyone about a beautiful restaurant up in your area. Now, I like Papa Do's, you know, Texas. Got mm -hmm. Papa Do's and we started out in Houston. Mm -hmm. But what restaurant do you like up there where you are? Now, there's plenty of them. It's lots of restaurants in DFW. It is, yeah. but 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 it, it kind of cuts down the size for us because we're vegan. Yeah, <laughs> so the whole family is vegan. Now that is a good book. What being vegan? Being vegan? Vegan, or maybe you want to take the aspects of the vegetables. Oh, we mm. we. That's something <laughs> to think about. Veganism is is a theme in our in our books to some extent. Uh, like, yeah, example, we got a couple the, of them. Yeah. For example, the main family in the Asian Big Bus series, they're vegan. Mm -hmm. we, we bring up some themes of veganism and in NYC, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and also a little bit on variable too. 
Did we? I don't remember no, saying being vegan kinda, and being like, I'm very open. I don't, I don't think I'm very open. <laughs> well, but, but, there, but there, is a, there is a clear message of animal cruelty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, don't be but, cool so, but I, I do, that is, that is not a fun idea. Yes. <laughs> a book about veganism. We had a friend from Australia. Well, not real close friends, but they wrote a whole book on vegetables. You know, they did different mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, maybe we can. But I like y'all. You guys are thinking outside of the box with your books, and I know that the book that you come up with, it will be outside of the box. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> but we, did we ask you a question? So we we've eaten at True Foods because they have some vegan items. Oh, Spiral Diner. Spider, Spiral Diner is our go-to vegan Fort place Worth, right in there. Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Um, What's your favorite thing there? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what? What is what? Nacho Supremo for me? Yeah. yeah, I've been eating burgers. They have they have good it's vegan burgers, burgers yeah. spiral burgers, and stuff like that. Is it more of a portobello mushroom burger? What what what? what no, it's it? a Beyond Meat burger. It's a Beyond. It's made out. Of, have you heard of Beyond Meat? Uh huh. Yeah. Beyond so it's Beyond Meat burger. Beyond okay. Meat burger. All right. All right. Yeah. That's that's pretty What's good. Just- now I dabble in being a vegan. I didn't say I was all the way from burgers. <laughs> 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 it's not easy if you like eating out and, Especially in and Texas. yeah, it's the meat capital of the world. I don't know how we ended up vegan, but we yeah. did. Well, was, you, you, I did it. She but, got us on the path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was in, it was in one of my okay, I got to lose weight days. But yeah. it, it, after I got that, just based on what I would like to eat, it just became a, a favorite diet and yeah, and yeah. better for me. And so, oops. but that's good. Yeah. I don't think my son has ever eaten meat. He's oh, no. 21. He's 21. So I started. No I, dairy, none of that stuff. And I think my daughter, maybe a little bit, because I, I don't. That's how we started. Yeah, she, yeah. She maybe a little bit, but they've been mostly vegan all their all their lives. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I want you to be able to tell everybody your website, your social media handles. I want them to know where they can get your books. They need to know everything about you guys. But they, the website, amywinfield.com. Yeah, com yeah. is my website. And you can see all our socials. You can there. see our socials on the there, yeah. We're on Instagram. I, I, uh, I, I, don't, I, remember, I don't remember the handles for each of these. But they're on the <laughs> website. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Are they all Amy Winfield? Or yeah, it's, Winfield? All, it's all Amy Winfield. So it's Amy Winfield for Instagram, mm-hmm. for Facebook, for mm-hmm. LinkedIn. I saw you had a LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, every social channel and what other social channel you had for? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. 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 Yeah. So mm-hmm. Twitter would still be Amy Winfield. So if you go to the main website, it'll show all our socials. Mm-hmm. If you get okay. to amywinfieldbooks.com, you got all of them. All <laughs> right. All right. Now, where can everybody get that T-shirt? We want the T-shirt. Oh, oh you want the T-shirt? We want the T-shirt. Where, where, where do we get that T-shirt? We, we well, actually, if you're interested in a t-shirt, you can re- reach out to me directly at Amy Winfield. Well, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Amy Winfield yeah, books, yeah. yeah. Amywinfieldbooks.com. Let me know. We can we can yeah. do sizes. So basically, this is our average, that's our way of advertising our yeah. books. So yeah. we have we have them on the side of our cars and stuff like Everything, that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what you about to say? Yeah, these t-shirts are a bit, you know, a bit private, you know, a bit private billboards right now. But we, we're always happy to, you know, give. Uh, yeah, we like we like people to to advertise our stuff. So <laughs> if they're willing, it's, it's a great shirt and a good way to to start up a conversation. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you guys for coming on. I enjoyed meeting every one of you guys. And Alexandra, I'm sorry you couldn't be here, but I know you were here in spirit and I would love to meet you one day. Now, when you have your next project, I invite you guys to come on out and tell us more about your projects again. Oh, okay, definitely we will. Okay. And thank, thank you for inviting us and, and thank, thank you for spending time with us. We enjoyed it very much. All right. All right, take care. You have just listened to another episode of Deliciously Lit Podcast with your host, Dr. Felicia J. Lindsay. Connect with us at bookclubpublishing.com. Don't forget to get the app, join the Facebook group, subscribe, and write us a review. See you at the next episode.